Chapter Thirteen of Lancashire Characters and Places by Thomas Newbigging. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Rough Lee. In the immediate neighbourhood of Brandwood, though situated in the township of Lenches, is the hamlet of Rough Lee, in picturesque and pleasant nook on the hillside, sheltered from the easterly winds by the friendly shoulders of a considerable elevation, and looking far away down the Irwell Valley along which and over the grassy slopes on either side it commands a varied and extensive view in the thirteenth fourteenth and fifteenth centuries when the waste of brandwood was the property of the abbots of stanlaw and Whalley, the scenery embraced in a view of the landscape from rough lee was widely different from that which its present prospect comprehends where now the railway winds through the vale the shrieking whistle of its iron horse awaking the echoes on every side then the glossy coat of the antlered deer as in the heyday of its pride it flashed across the glade to thicker covert or gambled on the declivities was the chief moving attraction that arrested the eye now where the gaunt chimney belches forth its dense black coils of smoke the forester's fire as it consumed the windfall of the previous winter sent up into the clear air of spring its gauzy wreaths of thin blue vapour and instead of a landscape dotted with upland farms and a valley threaded with long rows of substantial dwellings their vicinity alive with the hum of youthful voices busy at play or the cheerful ringing laughter of the factory lasses relieved from their daily toil a few solitary homesteads were all that gave signs of human habitation in this quiet and pleasant spot within the forest of rossendale overlooking the valley it is said was erected a house or chapel for the purposes of religious worship by whom founded however and by whom used no record so far as we can learn exists to determine tradition that strange nonentity that veritable wandering jew born of the distant past which haunts us ever with garrulous tongue replete with curious lore and dim undefined utterances that we can never fairly grasp tradition would have it that the erection was a kind of lesser convent as well as chapel and that it could boast a remote antiquity that most indefatigable of antiquaries and historians dr whitaker has nothing to tell us of the chapel at rough lee and baines the historian of the county is equally silent thereanent nothing so far as i am aware is in print concerning the erection there is a singularity in all this that a chapel did exist at this place we know though the date of its foundation can only be conjectured that it was erected in roman catholic times before the reformation there is good reason to believe a lady to whom more than once i have been indebted for information of this kind has furnished me with an original memorandum or paper of which the following is a copy which she states came into the possession of her family more than eighty years ago it gives an account of the old chapel and may be relied upon as being authentic the building twenty yards long or thereabouts seven yards wide within two doors opposite each other in the middle of the building the windows as below here is given a rude sketch of an arched and mullioned window the roof supported by crooks two large stone troughs at each door one a large stone pulpit was demolished when the building was converted to its present use in the ruins of which some beads were found at present it is occupied in two cottages 
the property of Mr. Jotham of Chester. It is situate at Lench, in the parish of Bury and Forest of Rossendale, distant from the nearest part of Brandwood, about a quarter of a mile. Fragments of stones bearing inscriptions have been dug out of the soil in its vicinity. The place originally may have been used as a hermitage or dwelling, an offshoot of the parent abbey of Wally, where the monk or monks in charge of the property of the church in this neighbourhood took up their abode. And afterwards, as the population of the district began to increase, it probably was adapted to the performance of divine worship. There is reason, if not corroborative evidence, in support of this, for it will scarcely be doubted that the ecclesiastics of those times would be fully alive to the necessity of providing the means of religious edification to the people in their charge, who were far removed from the great centres of the imposing ceremonials of the church. True, the site of the chapel was without the limits of their landed possessions in that district, but this fact does not militate against the present conjecture. The waste of Brendwood was a bleak and uninviting tract of country, having none of the characteristics of those neighbourhoods usually chosen for the erection of religious structures in past days. And the monks, with that unerring instinct which led them to pitch their tents in favoured localities with regard to scenery, shelter and general convenience, would not fail to note the superior position of the site in question to any other within their own dreary domain in Rossendale. Thus much for rough Lee, one of those spots of local interest of which just sufficient is known to arouse, but not enough to satisfy, the inquirer's curiosity. Too little to give it a fixed habitation in the history of the district, or determine its influence on the current of events. It is like one of those spirits said to haunt old homesteads. Content with its own knowledge of the past, it resists all prying attempts to wring from it a recital of its story. A quaint old place that the imagination finds no difficulty in peopling with forms of a bygone time. Such a home of the imagination, it must probably remain. End of chapter 13